bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Well, Matt O'Kine, as the uh, the Melbourne boy in the podcast studio, um, I think I could speak on behalf of the podcast by saying, Ugh. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's uh, isn't it? That's what um, you say when, uh, when lockdown uh, gets, gets extended. I thought about you quite a lot over the weekend because I actually I um I I went away very you know not too far but I you know to see um family and you traveled uh, regionally. I did I did a little bit and you know it wasn't I didn't deem it unnecessary. It wasn't just so that you know I could go bask in the sun. It was to connect um you know Sophia up with her grandmother. He hasn't she hasn't seen in in many months. Um, but I thought about you the whole trip. You know because <laughs> I thought I, Daiso can't even leave his. Postcode, man. Yeah, well, I don't mind that, man. You live it up. You be free. Um, and we'll go here and just basically yeah, just do the right thing, I guess. You know, it is frustrating. It's right to feel frustrated and disappointed and, you know, wish that there was more progress. But I think um, everyone's proven that uh, despite the hardships, it is worth getting through to take care of uh, people who are vulnerable, whether it's the people because of their age or their health conditions are in trouble, whether it's people who are literally taking care of the people who are coming in with those things and they themselves are contracting this uh, bloody pesky pandemic uh, virus. So, um, yeah, shout outs to you if you are in Melbourne. We're going to try and keep the show as uh, light as possible. We might go through a couple of uh, little things that were announced in Victoria yesterday, but um, also, Matt O'Kine, did you have a good Father's Day? I, I was thinking of the Daddy Mac over the weekend. Oh, How did he go? Daddy Mac, mate, I'm the dad. I'm the dad oh, right? now. Really? Do you have yeah, a daughter? It's, it's Daddy Matt. Yeah, 18-month-old oh, right. daughter. You should, you should bring it up more often. Yeah, I know. I like to keep it low-key. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually feel more like a dad this year than I did last year. I mean, I guess I have a year's more experience. Um, but, you know, you don't, you're not, like, I don't you know, you're pretty useless in the first couple of months because Sophia was only a few months like, this time you're last year. sort of a night year. watchman. <laughs> Cricket, you yeah, come in, you just need to you know try what I mean? Like you're on the, the You're year. on the reserves bench. You're just kind of watching the sideline going, oh, man, when they let me get on the field, I'm going to be so good at this <laughs> game. But uh, just come on, coach, let me play, let me play. And the coach is like, do you have boobs? Can you feed it? And you're like, oh, <laughs> man. All right, I'll play in half time. So, uh, so yeah, now I'm on the field. I'm, I'm in the game. I feel excited and I'm, I'm very proud to be little Sophia's dad. So, yes, it was a great Father's Day. Thank you very much. Did you talk to, you, did nice. you talk to your dad? I did get onto uh, Ian Dyson, uh, put up a little Instagram post of him, just realising he's like, yeah, this man, is, uh, he's looked after me that time where um, I locked myself out of the house. <laughs> Me and Woods stuck out on the street, didn't have a spare key in the yard. We called the real estate agent. It's like, oh, is there a key there? It's like, oh, sorry, we're moving offices. The keys are all in transit between our two offices. What? So we call up dad and go, oh, we were sort of locked out of the house because he had a spare key, but he's three hours away in Warrnambool. It was like, yeah, I mean, don't worry, but we, we can get a locksmith. He's like, how much does that cost? I'm like, $80? He's like, I'm on my way. Uh, so- <laughs> So shout-outs to Ian Tyson as oh well and all the dads God. out there. And, of course, we'd love to extend, you know, our shout-outs to people who, for whatever reason, were unable to celebrate Father's Day yesterday. But, yeah, it was a nice day. Got to have a chat to him on the phone and uh, he's a good man and feeling good in the in the bull and just in the that cruisy stage three restrictions there. So, um, but anyway, that's enough for us to kick things off. Let's just, should we jump into the podcast? Let's do it. I hope you're having a good one. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, Matt, I woke up at 5.30 yesterday morning 
and I stayed in bed, aka the living room next to the television, until uh, <laughs> 12 midday when Dan Andrews <laughs> jumped up to the podium for the 50 something day in a row to uh, let us know the numbers. And oh, well, uh, in his well, words, the roadmap to Victoria coming out of lockdown, which was originally set at six weeks, uh, last night being five weeks in. And uh, much like Matt O'Kine on a university assignment, we got an extension. <laughs> I um, well, tell me, how, how did you feel? Were you nervous um, when you when it was coming on? Did you were there? Was there a little bit of that feeling in your stomach where you thought, please, please, no? No, it was like it 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 was in the lead up. It was going to happen. Also, I <laughs> I've been in lockdown basically since March sixteen when we got back from overseas, uh, the day after the borders shut. Um, so. Yeah, you sort of you sort of numb to it a fair bit. It's it's also the right thing to do, and so you're like, yeah, okay. It is very much deflating. The difficult thing that I was looking at immediately is, you know, because I'm running Comedy Republic in Melbourne. We launched, we launched our comedy theater. Had one weekend of shows and then shut uh, down again. It's um. And what's happening with that? Are you getting like, are you getting like landlords demanding, you know, rent and stuff, or are people eased? Or like, is everyone in agreement that you just chill out for a bit? What? Well, we're in a fortunate position where it's a government building and that, you know, as far as rent relief goes, they've been pretty good when it comes to, you know, making sure that, you know, companies that are shut down in these ones, you know, oh, that's are good. Not hit with a burden. So that's that's been one of the positive <laughs> positive things about it. But um then you go to the they, you go to the website to see, all right, well when can you do internet streaming from a location and then the website's crash because everyone's trying to get onto it and then, you know, figuring that sort of stuff out looks like we'll be doing like comics and chill and things like that from home and locked in Melbourne tonight. Um, on Friday nights from home for the next little while for some more. But, yeah, it is it is a little bit stagnant. I mean, I, 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 when they announced that single people will be able to pick another single person and have a single person travel bubble to just have some humour interaction, some human contact, it did really make me feel for the people who are, you know, people. there's so many people who live in a one-bedroom apartment, you know, you're out for an hour a day. You're not meant to be seeing, you know, catching up with friends. That would be a, such an isolating experience. Oh, I tell you what, there's going to be a few playboy and play girls with some tough decisions on their hands. Hey? Yeah, people dangling their one <laughs> bubble uh, spot ready to go, uh, potentially. Uh, exercise increased from one hour to two hours per day um, for a two-week period uh, up to September 28th. So when the six weeks is over, they're going to be loosening that those two things That's good. a little bit. As for other things, it'll take a little bit longer to come out of. Public gatherings are scheduled um, up to five people from September 28th if cases are between 30 and 50. So there's a bit of um, a bit more definition as to what numbers we need to hit to, which is, I don't know, it's, that's, that's a bit more fun knowing where you need to hit. Yeah, I mean, I was I saw that the there's an 8pm curfew that's going to be eased and expanded to 9pm, right, mm. from next Sunday. But then in like four weeks, daylight saving starts, <laughs> which is just 8 p.m. Like that's <laughs> 9, 9 p.m. is when 8 p.m. was anyway, right? So well, I, I guess I that just shows <laughs> the time is just a construct and uh, we've just got to live how with it our... Works? With like, our... D- doesn't the, the clocks wind forward, right? So your yeah. 8 p.m. turns into 9 p.m. anyway. But then your, so, f- your 5 a.m. is 6 a.m. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, no four a.m. Five a.m. So no you can go out using... at four a.m. instead of having to wait till five a.m. to go outside. <laughs> you should be able to go out till ten p.m. That's all I'm saying. If you, they're they're stinging you on the hour. All right, that's yeah. that, that they're, Look, they're 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 ripping you off. That is fair, but it is very deflating. You know, for what? people who are in that situation around Australia, uh, particularly in in Melbourne or whether you know you've gone to other states, you're just in lockdown. It can be a tough thing. It is getting you know boring. The frustration is building. But we here at All Day Breakfast, I mean, we just want to help you look on the bright side of these regulations. You know, we're a positive podcast, Matt. We want to yeah. uh, we want to push positivity out into the world. And so that's why we've uh, come up with a few things about this lockdown, this second wave lockdown that we can hopefully help you look on the bright side. We know things are tough. We know you're struggling through it. On the bright side, you can exercise for two hours a day now, which means you get to feel guilty for not doing any exercise for twice as long each day. And look, yes, only one person per household will be allowed to go to the shops still for the next little while. But on the bright side, unlike other states, you won't cop a brutal eye roll the next time you chuck a tub of double fudge marshmallow gelato sundae in the trolley. And yeah, some of you may be stuck with the kids at home not knowing what to do, but look, on the bright side, playgrounds will reopen, which means your little one can go back to building up their immunity from all the other virus B-sides that have taken a backseat to COVID like rosella and cold sores and rhinovirus that seem to knock mum and dad around like a bloody sledgehammer. But I'm glad the little ones are feeling good. Yes, singles, you will be restricted to only one other person in your personal bubble. Uh, but on the bright side, that means you've got a new reason to update that Tinder bio. Maybe you get the, uh, the thirst game, uh, turn that faucet on. Yeah, and uh, five people will be able to um, be a part of public gatherings if daily cases are between 30 and 15 after September 28. Uh, on the bright side... You can play a very unfair game of three on three, half court, or play as a united basketball team against nobody. <laughs> and yes, uh, for the parents out there, schools will remain closed for the foreseeable future. Um, but on the bright side, child labour laws don't extend to the home, and five-year-olds have small hands, and that makes them quite good at cleaning drains. So there you go. Matt Nelly's providing you with a little bit of sunshine in these dark times. Just make sure your kids don't join a union. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Yes, it's a Monday, which means many media outlets over the weekend have been casting their hooks, lines and sinkers into the water, trying to tantalise our taste buds with our clicks, but we will not take the bait. Instead, we ask our producer, Bron, to do that for us in this segment. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Click fish. Click fish. With producer Bron. Yeah, she is the flounder that is uh, helping our algorithms. Hello, Bron. Hello. Now, Bron, <laughs> uh, we, we better paint a picture for the listener right now. Yeah, we got to uh, make sure that, <laughs> that everyone knows why we're doing what we do. I mean, we don't we don't want to click on the links uh, because they're. Uh, no, I'm just no, 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 no. 
no, no, no. Talking about We've the already Zoom painted call. that picture. We paint that picture every week. I want to paint a picture of us being in separate rooms. We're only on a video screen. Bron has to talk really close to her computer mic so we can only see her forehead on the screen because <laughs> her face is jammed right in the crease of the laptop. <laughs> Haven't done my eyebrows for a while. Sorry, boys. <laughs> well, hairdressers are going to be open again soon. I mean, I don't know if they... Uh... They don't seem long enough to need to go to a hairdresser for, but, um, <laughs> but anyways. They also but, said um, that landscapers are going to be back soon because they're working <laughs> outside. So if the hairdressers remain closed, Bron, always call someone with the hedge trimmers. That could be no, good too. No, look, I, don't, I wouldn't have noticed anything about your eyebrows, Bron. Now, <laughs> tell us about uh, what have you been clicking over the weekend that we don't, that we don't want to. We're too cool to click on. So this is from Pedestrian. The headline is Zac Efron reportedly has a new Aussie girlfriend and I'm sad to announce that it is not me. That is the <laughs> headline. Oh, that's the right, headline okay. or that's, that's not you, Bron? You, you, didn't, you didn't just add that bit on the end. That's the headline. It, that's the headline, but it does apply to me as well. Oh, okay. oh come on. <laughs> what about Stephen? You're broadcasting from home. He's in the other room, Bron. <laughs> I know. He can he can probably hear, but you know, Zach Efron, <laughs> he's one of his he'd be on my um my list of celebs. But um so basically he's in Byron Bay at the moment. We know this. We love that he's in Australia. And he's dating an Aussie waitress called Vanessa Valadares. Um and they met while he was eating at her workplace, so she was serving him. Whoa! Okay. Do we know? Do we know the method of approachments? Was it yeah. the um the notes left on the receipt? Was it the the phone number slipped into the tip jar? What, what do you reckon, Bron? That hasn't been announced yet, but I'd like to think that it was um Zac Efron approaching Vanessa. But who knows? With Zac Efron, everyone would be approaching him all the time. But apparently, they just came back from a romantic ski vacation in Threadboat. Oh. Man, what is with stars going away with the people that they've met like a minute ago. I don't think they're always... <laughs> it's like they're always just going or like seen spotted in Khan with his new partner. I'm like, how did this... What happened to just going to the movies, you know? Yeah. Oh, well. yeah isn't Byron Bay a tourist destination? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and... Also, to be fair, Thread, although I guess, you know, you are covered up quite a lot with all your, you know, your big puffy jackets and everything, your ski masks and goggles. So it's not exactly the most, you know, attractive that you'd look normally. But then I guess when you get down at the end of your, your ski sesh, you're in the, you know, by the log and log cabin fire, a few marshmallows, <laughs> a, bit of, a bit of hot melted chocolate drizzle across the, uh, <laughs> across the body parts. <laughs> well, 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 I'll be singing a little uh, high school musical of my own. Okay, this right. is, <laughs> this is getting... That that, we watched Matt <laughs> tumble <laughs> off a cliff <laughs> with that anecdote. He was in high school musical, wasn't he? <laughs> anyway. um, all right, Brian, okay, what, what, what do we got next? I mean, the question is, have, have, has anyone in the room asked out a waiter or waitress before? I haven't. Uh... I'm sure I have, but I can't. I don't think it. I, I don't know. I don't. Old Daiso's done it. Yeah, did it. Daiso's I mean, was it, it successful? Yep. Well, uh, the way I remember that she was French, and then I tried to say something in French. I was like, oh, did you want to do something? She said, yes. Then we organized to go on a date, and then she never came to the date. So, uh, Ooh. I should have offered to take it a thread bow. That's what should have happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wouldn't have got stood up. All right, now, next one, Bron, let's go. So this is from news.com. The headline is coronavirus sparks huge changes for Santa this Christmas. Oh, oh of course. We talked about this recently because we have our Christmas photo up on the on the fridge and, uh, and we just thought, like, it was such an event for us, you know, and, and when we did it last year and so... It's just not going to happen at all. What are they saying is going to... They, they, I, I wonder if Santa going to exist at all because it's a huge machine for these shopping centres. Man, you should have seen it. You go into your big department store, mate, you might as well be in the in the Wonka factory. They're just churning you through. They're like, It's like it's, it's a whole show, mate. It's all smoke and mirrors. But anyways, it was a really great memory. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worth the $80, you criminals. Oh my god! <laughs> holding our holding our family family memories hostage. <laughs> you you deserve a sack of coal, you creep. Tell you what, you think we're in a recession now? Wait till the wait till eighty dollars per photo is taken out of the economy. <laughs> All right. So what are they doing now? What are they thinking? So because um, Santa will exist this year, but because Santa's friends who are usually in the shopping centres are in their probably like 60s, like they're a bit of an older bunch, which are more um, likely to, you know... More susceptible. More, more susceptible to, to coronavirus. Severe, severe um, issues with coronavirus, yep. Yes. So because they're more susceptible, they're trying to encourage people in their 20s and 30s to apply to be Santa in the shopping centres. So <laughs> we're looking at getting some hunky sort of Santas this Christmas. So wait, you're telling me that they're looking for young, hunky people who are used to being in cold climates. Zac Efron, hello. Hello. He's an actor as well. Could act as a Santa. I would sit on his lap, no problem. (laughs) Hang on, Ron. Andrew Gaze could be listening to this podcast and he will not be happy. Talk about Rudolph. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Yes, Matt O'Kine, your boy Daiso locked in his house having a lot of difficulty, like many people, getting out and experiencing the world and doing the things that we used to take for granted. That's why... Uh, I like to hold on for dear life and and hope to Australia's favourite podcast game to get my <laughs> to live vicariously through Matt O'Kine and his segments. Oh, it's, it's even longer in lockdown, isn't no, it? <laughs> no, no, it's still coming. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. One of these things didn't actually happen. One of these things isn't really true. Yes, that's right. One of these things didn't actually happen. It's Australia's favourite podcast game show where we ask you, which of these three things didn't actually happen? From Matt's Weekend. Okay, so it's been a big one. And to play, we joined someone who is currently at their boyfriend's place in Matoa, Victoria. Hello, Holly. Hello, how are you? Good, Not thanks, too bad. Holly. You're hanging out at the um, you're down at the Marmagulli Hotel. You're over at the railway at the moment there, uh, Holly. Yeah, just down the street from the Marmagulli, actually. Oh, good, good, good. No, I, my grandparents 
I lived in Matoa, and so I've spent many a time right roaming the streets of uh, <laughs> of the town in the Wimmera. There, um, you head down to the lake soon, or yeah, I might do a little lap of the lake at sunset. It's beautiful down here. So good. What about the big stick shed? Pretty big stick yeah. shed. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so what weird. What on isn't earth it? are you talking about? All right, it's what like, is what? There's a stick hashtag shed? just Matoa things, Matt. It's what, so are, what do you mean? <laughs> it's so weird. It's literally a shed made of sticks. Yeah, it's wow. super. This massive tall trees made this stick. It's a tourist attraction. Head down. That's, great town. that's not going to keep any wolves out, is it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, didn't they learn anything by that ancient story? All right, now, Holly, how are you, are you familiar with Australia's favourite pod- podcast game? Yeah, isn't it second favourite? The Emoji no, Games, that, the first favourite? No, no, you've got it the wrong way around, but I appreciate you listening to, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, and let's be honest, even those two numbers are co- hotly contested and I would be surprised <laughs> if they okay. were correct Here as we of go, the Holly. time of recording. Here we go, Holly. I did three things on the weekend, okay? So uh, we actually but went... one of them is fake. you got to pick one the fake one out of these didn't three things. All right, yeah. because we went to, uh, we, we, we went to visit... My daughter Sophia's uh, grandmother. All right, so we went. We went to um, Port Macquarie. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, one of these things did not happen. Okay, here we go. Um, the first thing, I lost Sophia's favorite spade from her <laughs> bucket and spade kit, <laughs> and it resulted in a total, and I mean total, meltdown. Uh, the all second right. thing, lost spade. was I didn't get into the Port Mac Bolo. Right. Because of my postcode. Oh. Okay. Can we just... Eight, what, eight. what is the deal with these places that you need to show your ID? You need Wait. to be a member. you got to wear no, postcode. No, no. That's a whole different topic. No. Can we get on to? Okay. Now, I can explain a little bit more. They wouldn't do that at Hotel Matoa. I'll tell you I that. I can explain a bit later. All right. Or... A... A... We got an, uns- an un- a surprising visitor to our apartment in the form of a bat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can ask questions. What do you, what do you want to ask, Holly? One question um, for each, Holly. Interrogate the man. Um, did you not get into the bolo because... Is it like a COVID-related thing? Is that why you didn't get in? Yes, and I tell you what, I, I was... It was a very weird feeling, Holly, being excluded from a place because of my postcode. And yeah, well, I, yeah, you know and how I, it feels. Because I, I knew, I was like, I was, yeah, I know. That's why I was, yeah, that's why I was thinking so Victoria. much about Alex Dyson over the weekend. I was like, wow, I can't get into the bolo, but Alex Dyson can't get in anywhere. Like, that was sort of what I was I can't thinking. go to St Kilda. <laughs> yeah. And so, but it was it was weird. It was really weird being like, you know, everyone else is in the line and the guy looked at me and was like, nah, you can't come in because it's uh, because there's been a case in your suburb. And they don't want another Crossroads cluster. <laughs> yeah. He said, you can't get in any club. And if I felt I felt quite quite rejected there. Okay, so that's, that's that situation. Um, go on. Lost um, spade in a bat, Holly. What else the, do you want to ask For him? the first one, I think my question is, how could you lose a spade? Well, it's a little... <laughs> it's a little, little orange fluoro spade and it also had a little green rake with it and she was playing with the rake and like I'm telling you she was loving it and then and then we went and walked down to put our feet in the water and and her and her, her um you know grandma was there looking after her and then everyone picked up their stuff and when we got hot, like literally we packed up everything we went and got in the car and we drove straight home and then when we got home and unpacked everything my partner was like 
where's the spade? <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And then and then um, I said like I. Sophia wanted to grab it from the car. I said, it's not here. And then she started bawling her eyes out. It was a real meltdown. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a very, very wordy response to no very spade. Was Matt lying the whole time? Interesting. Um, Interesting. Uh, final question, Holly. Final question is, did the bat come inside the apartment? No, it didn't. But it, we were just about to go to sleep, right? And suddenly we heard this boof. And we're like, oh, my God. And so we're sitting there and, we, and, we're, and like we're in bed and everything's, all the lights are off and suddenly I'm like, I look out the window and then I just see this like <laughs> flapping on the ground and I get my phone out and I torch out and I look down on the ground and there's this little ghastly ratty beast just like flapping away, <laughs> staring back at me like... <laughs> like if you've ever seen an actual bat up close, they are, they're gnarly little creatures, honestly. Anyway... <laughs> I tried to jiggle the glass doors to get it to fly away, and it wouldn't do it. And so it eventually fell asleep on the. Usually, the that is the remedy to, to fix bats and help them fly is to jiggle glass doors. That's that's what all animal welfare people will tell you there, Holly. <laughs> the, it fell asleep behind the air conditioner unit, and it stayed there for all all the weekend until someone from Fauna came and, and took it away. Whoa. Okay. Aww. It's now your turn, Tolly, to pick which one of these things didn't actually happen. Well, I think knowing you to be the absolute crumb that you are, I think you definitely <laughs> I think you definitely could have lost a spade. So I'm gonna say C, the bat thing. Oh! I think that's rude. I don't think that happened. Bat card? It's a good Dude, what was it? I totally didn't lose a spade. Come on. I ran ah. back down. I picked up the spade just before we walked home. Man, oh, you I, almost there was no lost way. a spade. Almost lost a spade, <laughs> but I picked it up. But the bat happened. I'll tell you what. No, 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 Thank you. He's another winner. Thank you, Holly. I'm so sorry that you missed out, but I very much appreciate you being a part of Australia's favourite. Absolutely number one podcast game. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's an shout honor. Out to all my, Thank you. Shout out to all my fans out there, including all those in bat form. <laughs> I will see you behind an air conditioner soon. Thank you very much. And, and Holly, you go drown your sorrows with a nice pub squash down at the Marmagulli uh, Hotel there in Matoa and um, save one for me once these stage fours get out. I have to go for a little visit. Yeah, will do. Thanks, mate. Bye, Holly. Catch you later. Yeah. Oh, well, that feeling you're feeling, it's a feeling of success. <laughs> we did it. Tricked another one, mate. Matt, you are on an absolute winning streak. You are, <laughs> what are they called on the chase? The the beast? <laughs> I think we better call him the beast. Woo-wee. Come at me, fam. Hit us up if you want to play at Alex on Instagram. Matt, can can you hear that? I think there's a uh, little samba, a little party coming our way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, last week you might have heard uh, the first, the inaugural week of Callback Conga that we did. Uh, we asked you to join the conga line. We didn't know where the callback would be heading each and every day. We let you decide that, judged on the stories you were telling us. So, um, you know, we talked to someone who found they found foam in their sister's 
nose, and then we asked, well, what have you put where? And then we found, then we talked to someone who... Dug themselves a really bad hole because they put a, a wallet that had drugs in it in a post box. It was a hole. It was fun. And so we're going to start at the new conga line this week. Uh, last week, unintentional conga. You know, sometimes the music starts, it just gets swept out, out of nowhere. Today, we're starting one, okay, where there are these obnoxious people at the wedding that go, oi, everyone, let's go. Yeah, Although, ironically, I guess it. because we can't, we can't conga in real life, it would be literally illegal. Um, we're doing it in the form of talkback topics here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So we asked you to start the conga with a story, any story that you think would help bring us into a little uh, callback talk uh, conga world. And uh, Daniel has been kind enough to give us a call. Hello, Daniel. Hey, mate. How you doing? Good. Thank you, Daniel. Now, uh, we asked you what, you know, tell us a story, any story. And you got in touch with us because uh, you had a little sticky situation with uh, <clears throat> something that zaps. Yeah, I did. Um, so a couple of years ago, um, I was doing a bit of uh, you know yard work around the place and uh, was called onto a property to get rid of some weeds and some long grass and that in some um, in some cattle yards. And uh, I finished one yard and uh, made my went to make my way to the next one and there was this massive shed and I thought, no, I'm not going to walk around that. I'm going to attempt to you know get through this potentially electrified. <laughs> Cattle fencing. Um, so a little Catherine Zeta Do- Jones in entrapments. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm much less did you, athletic. Did you have though. to do it sexily as well? Did you? <laughs> no, there was no chance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I saw the gap and I thought, you know what? I think I can make this. I'll give it a hot crack. Um, so I uh, I got me whipper snipper with me and I've put it through and very carefully uh, lifted my leg over and I so, thought this is going. Daniel, is this one of these fences, by the way, that you like? You ha- you can't touch a single part of it, or you you have to touch like two parts of it before it goes off, or like y- you literally you had to go through completely untouched. I, I, I had to go through completely untouched. Okay, <laughs> and talk about the gap. Way. How big is the gap here? Are we talking like thirty centimeters a meter? What what's the spacing? Oh uh, no, I reckon probably about half a meter. So I thought I could like lift my leg through and, and, and crank my sort of like get my torso through flat um, mm. and do it very slowly. Um, anyway, that didn't really work out because as I got sort of half my body through, um, I felt the jolts hit me and I, and I got three or four jolts through me and oh. I got out of there quick smart and threw myself through the other side of the fence and um, once I caught my breath, there was... There was a bit of a tingling and numbness in the old uh, the old crown jewels. Oh. And so um, I, I I've thrown myself through and uh, electrocuted myself uh, through the manberries. And- oh, <laughs> I mean, and were, were they the were they the fault? Were they the ones that you know? Because you're probably everything else is probably up yeah. high, and then they just sort of dangle down, just ripe for the zapping. Exactly right, straight up between the legs. Oh no! Okay, um, talk back. That's that's a you know quite a traumatic story for you, Daniel. We appreciate you telling us, and uh, I think it's it, we it's our job now to get a talk back topic off it. And uh, the the first one that's coming to mind, Matt, is um, when have you teabagged an electric fence? But I feel <laughs> that's kind of, kind of specific. I'm not sure if we can make it a little bit more general. Yeah, uh, because okay. that's in, in essence what happens. So, do we go? When have you been zapped? 
Injuries to the privates? No, uh, something like oh, that. No, 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 no. Honestly, I don't. Oh, funniest home videos made an absolute <laughs> career of that for decades. <laughs> Matt O'Kine. come on. No, oh, I don't. I really don't know about injuries to the privates. Can we just go with what Zapja? <laughs> What zap? Right, what do you mean zapped? Because there's static electricity. There's various things that could give you a zap. Um, so when have you been zapped? Is what we're going with. Thank you very much, Daniel. No worries, boys. Hey, Daniel, have you got kids? No, I don't. I'm I'm yet to find that out. Either I'm infertile oh. or going to give uh, Bear a superhero. I reckon. Well, that's it. I mean, they could they could be able to harness electricity. You know? <laughs> yeah, you think That'd so? You you give birth to Lightning Girl or something. They're just like zaps. Yeah, the Australian Flash. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Oh my god! I All can't right. I can't wait for the gritty origin story of that superhero. <laughs> that'd be uh, that'd be really good. Uh, thanks so much, Daniel. No worries. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. All right, let us know. When are you being zapped? <laughs> That's the talk back for tomorrow as this conga light goes on. But thank you very much for listening to the program. Yeah, we really appreciate it as always. And uh, we can't wait to chat to you again soon. Another huge week. Well, it's going to be a really big week. We're talking to Mel C from oh. the Spice Girls this week on the show. I didn't want to say it in case it didn't happen, you know. Like in case I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about doing things like that because as soon as, as soon as her name came through, it was like, oh my god, we're talking to a Spice Girl, and I just know that in this world at the moment, anything can unhappen. So yes, we are going to be talking to Mel C, but uh, you know. We'll, we'll uh, enjoy that episode when it happens. Until then, get in touch with the show at Matt Dunandel Alex. If there's anything that you've heard on the show that you can relate to and you want to let us know at any time, any place, get in touch. Alex Dyson, we'll see you guys next time. That's good. See you then, bro. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.